0: Welcome to Nurture Small Business, creating a thriving space with your host, Denise Kagan. Denise is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support and has been a business owner for almost 20 years. DCA Virtual Business Support provides small businesses with an expert pairing of virtual administrative and marketing assistance to match your needs. Learn more at dcavirtual.com.
1: Krishna Mohan is an entrepreneur, business coach, speaker, author, and president of Genius Visionary. Krishna has a deep grasp on the understanding of business through his extensive experience working in numerous industries. His background includes business development, sales team training, and management, as well as key account relationship management and international business. He has achieved definitive and long-term outcomes for his clients by focusing on business development and growth strategies. Welcome to our show, Krishna.
0: Oh, thank you so much for this opportunity, Dennis. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited today.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, this is the time of year we're going into fall and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. This is the time of year where business owners need to really start thinking about their goals. How do you suggest that uh, business owners structure their goals? Yeah. You know, where's, what's their starting point?
0: Yeah, I think... Um... <laughs> The good starting point is, uh, you know, they have to refer um, 2018, uh, 2019, um, uh, instead of 2020 as that baseline. Uh, The reason I say that is because, uh, you know, 2020 is slightly, um, it's a different, it's an anomaly, you know, it's different, right? So uh, you need to get that baseline right um you know we have uh, this rough eight nine months uh, already um uh, you know hopefully we close this year better but um assuming nothing changes but nothing significant is going to happen in the next quarter so um take um your previous uh, you know two years as the baseline and then obviously you would have planned something for 2020 but a lot of things did not happen but now that uh, this became our new reality is better to accept that. And then, you know, plan, um, your numbers, financial numbers. And then once you have those numbers locked down, then we can, you know, go back to the action plans in terms of what are we going to do about people, operations, um, you know, your tactical day-to-day actions, um, and then you know at least you're prepared for for the things that you um you know that you want to do, and then you have enough time for the next two months to sit and really you know come up with a detailed you know, actionable plan so you're really ready um, by the time you hit uh, your january first I think that 's the best way to do that
1: absolutely so you you said a couple of very interesting things and you know, I, I did realize that 2020 is an anomaly, but I didn't think for goal planning that I would should go back to yes. the prior two years instead of utilizing this year. So that, but that makes sense. I yes. just didn't, hadn't thought of that. So yeah. thank you for that. Now, yeah. how, how do you foresee the future of the economy impacting yeah. the goals that the business owners are creating?
0: Well, you know, the future of the economy, uh, you know, we have bigger problems, you know, like, uh, in a, dollar, a dollar devaluation kind of risk, um, inflation and know, uh, in huge debt that uh, that's definitely is not in our own personal control, uh, but just being aware of it helps. Um, but also that's a big picture. Um, it also helps it helps us to plan accordingly. Uh, given that situation, uh, and then there's always a, a risk for another recession or, or any kind of situation, um, apart from the you know pandemic situation so that means that we have to be extra careful extra cautious um, you know doubling down on on the things that are working out you know whatever is working out you got to double it down you you, you got to plan twice in in terms of generating your leads and twice in terms of your marketing activity plan in you know, a cautiously in terms of your your cost structure. Be, be your operating cost, fixed cost, whatever are your costs. You really at everything. And then be very conservative in terms of, uh, you know, your spending, uh, but be very aggressive in terms of your outreach and marketing and, and, and those efforts. Um, and then plan for some, you know, failure in your planning. Uh, that I'm going to hit these numbers. Okay, then plan for 40% failure, you know. Uh, once you have that uh, that 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 cushion and then you're you're factoring a, a chance to fail in everything you do, you know whether it is your revenue goal, your your marketing outreach, uh, whether it is your sales goals, whether it is your operational goals, um, have that buffer uh, that way, you know, no matter what kind of a uh, consequence we have, Um, you should be relatively okay because you have a stretch goal and then you have your actual goal uh, in place, Um, but you are the one who is driving this um, to your entire organization. Um, So you have planned for it, uh, but everybody is working towards that. So eventually, uh, even if you are 60%, 70% um, on your goal, you are still fine because they are a factor for those things.
1: Of course. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you talked about planning and, you know, I'm hearing the word pivot a lot as a new catchphrase. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs>
1: but in all mm-hmm. reality, these, these businesses are making changes and I understand why they're saying that. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it truly is a pivot where they're going from one concept, even though they have the ability to do something else that's completely mm-hmm. different from what they've done. Mm-hmm. So how how would you advise Um, businesses or recommend Uh that they Uh take this into consideration as they're planning their goals for next year?
0: Yeah, so we all have already seen, you know, the things that worked in 2019 did not work in 2020, you know, that's that's the history and then we are living with it right now. Right, so your 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 sales outreach, the the way you interface with your customer, the way you are you're generating your leads, and you know and we are seeing all these changes. Uh, we have seen already already all these changes. Now, how do we pivot? You know, you know a lot of things became virtual. You know, uh, adaptability to technology, adaptability to digital marketing, right? Uh, adaptability to social media, adaptability to you know have the ability to You know be on social media and then convert them to uh hot prospects and then convert them to actual clothes um many companies did not do that they don't know how to do that they still don't know how to do that but the companies who adapted um they are fine they they are they will be very successful because in 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 normal situations You can only do so much meetings. You can only have so many prospects, but in a virtual world, there's no limitation to what you can do, but you got to adapt. You need to know how to do that. There's a learning curve involved. Um, That's your investment. Your investment is on you, you know, adapting to these platforms, learning how they work, how they function, and converting that knowledge to your own business. How does that translate to my own activity? Uh, that's that's very crucial because a lot of companies I see are struggling on that area they're struggling to meet their numbers and that that goes back to their own existing processes that that are not working now anymore so if they're not able to pivot then they they keep on doing the old things expecting the same results and then say that my customers are not knocking my doors I'm not having customer flow so I um, so, so that's one area I think they have to pivot. First thing is in the areas of sales and marketing as the number one thing. Uh, you may have a great product, but if you're not adapting, you know, in terms of, you know, these approaches, then it's not reaching your customer. Uh, so it's not the product problem. It's, it's the approach problem.
1: So you're, you're, you're talking about pivot more as a business development and approach yes. versus changing their processes.
0: Yes, because once you do this stuff, um, you know, the backend processes can be handled. You know, if, if you have um, a great service or a great process and great, a great product, but end of the day, um, it's all based on, you know, the numbers, number of customers you're reaching out, how many customers you're converting it. Once you have those things, then you can service those customers. Today, a lot of companies are not at that level. Um, they, they did not address this first, once this is addressed, then you can always pivot your processes, and, and other logistics can be handled. Like for example, you're losing top talent. How do you handle that? You, you have a great resource that you that 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 you have been you know nurturing him for the last 15 years. Now all of a sudden you can't afford to pay. How do you retain him? It's a very difficult task. Now if Absolutely. you have addressed your revenue issue, if you have addressed the leads issue, if you have addressed that, then you probably are in a better position to pay him and keep him.
1: That makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of uh, business owners have been thinking, you know, pivot more as in what can I provide that Mm -hmm. I haven't provided, but all of those things are extraordinarily important. Um, And and I've spoken to a lot of entrepreneurs who Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. having staffing issues, Mm -hmm. who've pulled back on their marketing and sales Mm -hmm. tactics because Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't feel like, you know, that's, that was an area that they cut because they're mm-hmm. afraid to spend that money. When in fact, you know, statistically, it shows that businesses that stay out there during a recession or a draw, natural mm-hmm. drawback have more mm-hmm. success in the next two to three years than businesses yes. who cut their marketing.
0: Um, yeah. So, so the cutting down uh, seems to be good momentarily, but it comes with a cost. A long term, the cost, the yeah, long term cost, and you can't afford to lose good people. It's not easy to, you know, get the right person doing the right thing. Um, so that's the last thing you want to do, and then that's what we are seeing right now. If you look at the unemployment mm-hmm. statistics and all those, you know, fluctuations, as a matter of fact. Um, so it's all about confidence. You got to create confidence to your team.
1: Absolutely. To Everybody should work.
0: feel that, yeah, you're here for the long run, and they need to know that you have a game plan in place. They need to know that you can navigate this situation.
1: And I assume that this is one of the areas in which you help your goals, Can you or help your clients achieve their mm-hmm. goals. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that, you know, your process? Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the process, the, the first things that we, um, you know, do with any of our clients are what are their goals? The goals I mean by that they can talk about revenue goals and then why are you in this business in the first place, right? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? Are you going to try to grow this company, you know, to a point where you reach $5 million in the next two years and then after that, are you going to add a few other services? Are you going to sell the company? Are you want, are you trying to build this company so you can have stable cash flows that will support your retirement? Are you, are you starting this business as an alternative, um, you know, for your high, high paid job? So once you have those clarity in place, then we can structure, you know, your, your strategy and your tactics accordingly to reach those goals a uh, lot of business owners struggle on that you know it's it's not the only thing the only thing we do all day long is to just you know keep serving customers and make money that's just very narrow minded approach you need to have the big picture in mind the big picture is i'm going to have 20 employees working for me in the next one year so how do i get there right so once you have that clarity then you work backwards on what are the services that i will have to have for me to go to that destination. What are the products I need to have that align with my goals to go there? What type of employees that I will have doing what kind of jobs that will help me to reach there? And and then it comes with what kind of a cost structure and then what would be my gross margins. And with this cost, what would be my net margin? and And what is my, you know, financial, you know, source and what are my funding options available for me to run this operation and what are my sales cycles everything goes back from there and once we spend enough time to get this you know clarified and ratified then you can go and start working on them and then you know start uh, start planning you know little more conservative list so that way you really end up meeting your goals you know whether it is monthly goals, quarterly goals, and annual goals. So we are trying to eliminate all possibilities of failure and then making sure that you hit those numbers on a consistent basis. So you don't have surprises, you know. Yeah, even if you miss something in this month, you'll find you'll meet your quarterly goal. So thereby you're still on track to your to your you know final goal. And
1: so as you're speaking to business owners and you know, working through these goals and, and helping them strategize. What areas do you recommend generally? You know, or what? Do, maybe I should rephrase. What do you see the most as far as skills and experience that are lacking? Mm-hmm. That where you recommend that they build their skills? Or yeah. I
0: think uh, what I see as the areas um, um, that they're struggling with is on understanding uh, accounting and finance. Um, now, you're you're great at your craft. You know, you're really great at your craft. You you probably know your customers, so you really are working on that and then delivering the promise to the customer. And then you you price it accordingly, and then try to you know do what you can and do that. But what you don't really understand is once you don't understand how these numbers work behind the scenes. You know, if you if you understand accounting and finance very well then you can really you know grow the company in the right way so you don't have surprises you know it goes back to your taxes also you, you will have efficient tax planning account proper accounting structure so you keep the money you may make the money but you may not be able to keep the money if you don't have a proper understanding because you may have a lot of financial leaks uh, as i was talking about the cost structure uh, so you, if you if you understand these things then um, it becomes very easy because you have a strong financial foundation as a company. So you won't have a shaky foundation. Sometimes the sales may go down. Sometimes the sales will go up. It's fine because you have a game plan. You know, you, you understand, you have you know how to plan for assets. You, you know how to plan for your capital expenditure. You know a lot of things that, um, that can really help. So that is one area that they're struggling. So that's why... I see a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, you know, initially they struggle with the revenues, but once they fix that, what they really don't understand is that the money is lost through, uh, you know, various aspects. And then um, then they try to do some kind of a stopgap arrangement and things like that. But really, they have to invest in the knowledge of how that works.
1: I would agree with that. Um You know, I I recently went through, well, a year ago, went through the Mm -hmm. Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program, Mm -hmm. and I would say the first three weeks Mm -hmm. were strictly on financial activities and understanding Mm -hmm. financials, Um, and even now to this day, I I wouldn't say I'm a whiz at Mm -hmm. forecasting, Mm -hmm. but that's why I work with someone who helps mm-hmm. me with that because I do yeah. realize that is not my strong suit. You know, yes. like you said, I'm great at delivering the things that my company does, mm. but I'm not an accountant.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so. It's a good idea to have enough knowledge to ask the right questions with the accountant to have, you know, educated conversations with the accountant, you know, because if you ask right questions, he can help you. Because it's our responsibility as entrepreneurs to, you know, to to know what we want. It's not their responsibility to tell what we want.
1: Totally agree. So yes. you
0: did not ask, so I did not tell you.
1: So yeah, I would totally
0: agree it, with that. You know, it, it, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is, right?
1: It is. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, so Krishna, as we're um, planning for... 2021, mm-hmm. and our goals in our business, what mm-hmm. other factors should we consider that we haven't discussed yet?
0: Yeah, the factors that I think um, uh, that we need to consider um, that's beyond, uh, you know, our, 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 our control within the company, our inflation is, 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 is a big problem, you know, like, you may make money, but um, the value of it is deteriorating. So how do you hedge? so i want to make million dollars let's say uh, you know in the next 12 months so uh, the million dollars is not million dollars because what it can buy today is not the same thing that can buy, that it can buy after one year it could buy you know something close to 970 980 thousand dollars so what happened to the 2030 k it lost it lost its value it's the same money but what it can buy came down so it's happening we are not realizing that um, that's number one. Number two is the taxation. You know, we should be aware of tax laws and tax implications of anything that we do. If you understand them, then it it can work in your favor. If you don't understand them, then then you leave it to you know some other you know advisor to plan for you. Uh, not many times you know they understand your goals, so they just plan based on best of their abilities. But if you if you have a clear set goals. Um, then you could, uh, you know, use the same tax, you know, tax, uh, you know uh, to your advantage and plan your business accordingly. Um, so there's, there's, these are two major things that generally doesn't go to the planning um, uh, on their, you know, uh, yearly goals. And another thing is, as I told you, right, that world is now is a connected place. Um, uh, and we are in an extremely informed world. Uh, what that is also meaning is that you're inviting uh, so much of competition to no matter what you do you're not special anymore you're not special anymore your product is not special anymore nothing is special anymore nothing is a secret uh, now but how do you stand out how do you stand out in this overcrowded space uh, i don't have an answer we, 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 i can have answer for me but i cannot have answer for others everybody has to answer that question um, you may ignore that. Why should I even stand up? That, that, that does not mean that it solves your problem because others will become visible. So as a customer, if I'm trying to buy something, a product or service, I need to be visible. The chances are I'm looking at a product that's, in, that's visible. If I have a greatest product and a greater service that you are the best kept secret, then it just remains the secret.
1: It does. I, I was working with a client just this week and, you know, s- silly little things from how they named their business. I was like, that doesn't even describe or say what you do, you right. know, and that's all a part of, you know, that business structure and visibility, you know, mm-hmm. and they have a great product and a great service, but, mm-hmm. you know, that visibility, again, if it's not there, you can't be found and who's going to do business with you. Yeah.
0: You know? And, and somebody else will not create visibility for you, it's your own job. I mean, again, it goes back to your own planning. So what is your strategy for it? Right. What's your strategy for taxes? What's your strategy for accounting? What's your strategy for you know, hedging against you know, the devaluation or any, any kind of economic fluctuations? What's your strategy for being visible? Do you have a strategy? Do you have a game plan? Oh, that's part of the marketing and I'm not an expert, at it, but, do you, but you still need to figure that out. Whatever works for you, you don't need to completely, you know, change everything, but there should be some way or other. And then also you need to, you know, bring um, some thought leadership into the, you know, into your industry. You know, that's one way you can stand out, you know, be an expert, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's the only way you differentiate, you know. Um, So understanding uh, that these other things also play a major role uh, while you plan for your your activity which is just clearly visible in front of your own eyes The these other things are like blind spots they're still playing role while you while you run your business or while you build business Uh, but um, if you're not aware of it uh, sometimes you know uh, it, it becomes really difficult to catch up Um, because the amount of the data that's produced and and the way the technology is evolving and it's changing the landscape of how things uh, are done and how things, you know, will be done. Um, Sometimes they take over um, any kind of plans that we may have. Look at Amazon, look at the things that are happening um, in logistics industry, you know, transportation industry, shipping industry. Um, So much has changed so much has changed that um it, i mean i would say you know hundreds of thousands of business businesses uh models have changed they they they, they became redundant just because of these technologies and and the new way of doing things
1: yes so, I, I absolutely
0: so. same yeah yeah like look at the travel agency industry or look at so many industries no more, no no more you don't need any more like that you know so so that's how um, you, you just stay on track, um, you know, but, but, you know, we need to have some kind of, you know, checks and balances about all of these aspects uh, in real time, you know, for any entrepreneur. So that way, you know, you can, you can do something about it. You know, like what's working, what's not working, and I'm doing my marketing activity, I'm doing everything. So why are why is it that things are not happening? It's easy to say it's just economy or something, but what exactly is that? You know, because we need answers, you know, we need answers real time. You know, how do you get that is just used it on top of all other things while you work on your plan, you know, so that way you can mitigate the surprises. That's the best you could do.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that you work with your clients in these Mm -hmm. areas. So if someone would like to find you after Mm -hmm. our podcast Mm -hmm. and maybe reach out to you about setting goals, how would they find you?
0: I think the best way um, that anybody can reach me is my email, which is uh, Krishna at uh, geniusbusinesscoach.com. Again, Krishna at geniusbusinesscoach.com and um, they can schedule a consultation call, and then we can, uh, you know, go from there.
1: Okay, that's perfect. And you also have a podcast of the same name, don't you? Uh,
0: No, I don't uh, do my own podcast. I've been a guest, uh, but I I have uh, uh, a free book that I offer to my clients. Um, They can go to GeniusBusinessCoach.com and download that book. that is uh, how I find uh, 10K for any business within 45 minutes. Um, I've listed eight strategies that they can take and implement in their business right away um, and start seeing some traction. And then I'm also offering um, 90 days um, uh, worth of business coaching um, for 10 businesses, which are under $500,000 just to help them uh, navigate through this last quarter. So if anybody is interested, they can reach me at uh, my email. Again, Krishna at geniusbusinesscoach.com. I'll be happy to help them with that.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today, Krishna. Um, I hope you have a great afternoon. And you have given us a lot of great advice about setting goals and how to move forward and things to plan for. Um, and minimizing, you know, uh, our our risks.
0: Yeah, the, uh, absolutely. You know, uh, I'm I'm glad if uh, if if any of your um, audience uh, found value, and um, you know, and if I can be of any help in their journey, uh, I'll be more than happy to do so. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us for today's Nurture Small Business: Creating a Thriving Space podcast. Learn more about your host at dcavirtual.com or by emailing her directly at denise at dcavirtual.com.